Hey everyone, what's up? This is Joey Suki back at the Artist Coaching Podcast. I think it's been a while, I think it's been like a week, so I thought it was a great idea to give you guys a small update on what I've been working on lately and um, I'm here to give you the answers to the Q&A that I did in the Artist Coaching Community group, in the Facebook group as well. So uh, today's a combination of an update on the things that I've been going, working on actually, and uh, the questions to your know the answers to your questions sorry so i'm just waking up it's um tuesday morning here and i'm just waking up with a nice coffee in the new studio uh how are you doing how, how's your day so far and uh yeah do you feel energized for the rest of the week to me um i actually noticed that well triggering yourself to to stay motivated and to to stay energized to to be ready to take that next step in your life or in your career, uh, it's hard, you know, like it's hard to to be motivated every day or every hour of the day. And of course, it's not possible to be motivated every hour of the day, but I've been working on myself in the last few years to actually, um, well, how to train myself to be motivated as much as possible and to have as much energy as possible to work on the things I want to work and to get to the goals where I want to go. And I must say, uh, I'm getting better at it every day, um, but it's still hard and it's probably recognizable. Like, I'm guessing you have, you felt the same way I've been feeling, well, sometimes as well. So you just got into the studio, you just don't really have the inspiration or the energy to, to start creating something else. So what do you do with those kind of moments? And, um... I guess this relates back to one of the questions that Eric Vega asked me in the artist coaching community group. Um, he asked me like, what do you do um, when you when you run out of creativity or uh, when you don't know, yeah, when he actually said without much desire. So I, th- I think when you don't have the motivation or the passion and you have a lack of creativity. So what's the thing you do? And in my opinion... Um, you can do two things. Um, you can split it up into things at least. One of them is you leave the studio and you just go out and go to a different place and try to get inspired by something that works for you. Uh, because I really believe this is a, a personal a personal thing. Everyone gets triggered by different things and you should just figure out what works for you. For me, um, going out of the studio worked sometimes but most of the time um it just i just started procrastinating because of that because i got distracted because i i didn't think about making music because i didn't feel about it so when i left the studio it was hard for me to come back so leaving the studio wasn't my perfect option my perfect option was uh to dive into your production process so not leaving the studio uh, which is your second option and dive into your production process And what does that mean? Um, As a producer, you've trained yourself into developing some um, processes in your system, like your production process, like you do a few things, the same thing, like the same things uh, all over again. And it's really hard to recognize about those moments, but it's really important to reflect on the things that you actually do, because sometimes you just get onto that autopilot and you forget... um, 
why you actually do those things or maybe it could ge- it could go quicker or whatever and this if if you run out of creativity and if you don't have that much inspiration that's a perfect moment for you to reflect on your production process so what could you do um try to change your patterns because sometimes you just get stuck because you do the same thing all over again like day in day out you start every track you start the same way you use the same plugins you use the same presets so change your patterns have a look at how you normally work and try to approach it from a different angle maybe you could start with a different template maybe you could use a different plugin for a different synth or maybe if you create your kick with a plugin maybe now you can try to create a kick by layering audio files it's all about changing those patterns and try to see and recognize those patterns so that could be a great thing Uh, aside from that is well um, renewing some sample packs so well looking for some new sounds out there plugins uh, sound banks all those things that gets could get you inspired because that really worked for me because when I started digging into those sample packs uh, and I heard a certain sound that I really liked, that could be the trigger for me to actually uh, get back to music production again because one ID led to another and that one led to another one and before you know, you have a whole track finished. So changing your patterns and... um, renewing all the sample packs to plugins or adding adding some new ones to it at least so that's uh that's one of the things that eric Eric vega came back to me uh on and uh, yeah like i said it's uh it relates back to me right now because well it resonated with me right now because well like i said i've been working on um being motivated as much as possible and and being energized as much as possible and when i when i'm working i want to work productively so i don't want to sit in the studio or in the office staring at my screen and waiting until i've refreshed facebook a hundred times as soon as i notice that i'm starting to do those things i just leave or i think of something else to do which is productive Uh, So I think that's the reason why that question resonated with me. And I hope this answer was valuable to you, Eric. Um, Another one that came in was um, from Yoshi. Yoshi. uh, Yoshi Jacques. If you make an unofficial remix or bootleg, is it necessary to master it if you're going to put it out online for free? Um, Yeah, it is. And well... There are no rules, so officially there isn't, but in my opinion it is, because uh, it's just another track, and you as a producer want to represent the sound that you bring out to the world, which in my opinion is the sound in the best way possible, so I would definitely master it, because other DJs are going to play it, and you don't want to put out an unmastered song, because you're going to notice it in live mixes, it's just going to dip in volume, it's going to dip in power, And that's the opposite of what you're looking for. So yes, master your remixes and bootlegs as well. And um, heading on on the bootlegs, Jess Lucio also asked me something. uh, How do you market a bootleg as you don't have the copyrights? How is it seen in the eyes of the original artists? Should one do it and then contact the artist or label to try to push it? Or don't even worry about that stuff? Well... Um, depends on if we're talking about remixes or bootlegs because remixes are official and in that matter you have to get an approval from um, the original artist but when we're talking about a bootleg 
we're talking about an unofficial remix and that's just something you can use for your sets to expand your sets or to give it away as a free download the thing is you can't earn money on a bootleg and um, in my opinion if you create a bootleg you could reach out to the original artist just out of courtesy courtesy um, and you can ask the original artist but as long as it's a bootleg you don't and you don't make any money on it why worry that much uh, I can give you a small anecdote uh, story from my side on this uh, because I've created a bootleg, a lot of bootlegs actually, but I've created one from Asamba, uh, from Junior Jack, the big summer hit. And I actually reached out to the original artist and, um, well, to the label actually, and asked them like, hey, would you maybe be open to release this one as an official remix? Because I really liked it, Mark Knight was playing it, Chester was playing it, I thought it could be a cool release at that moment they weren't interested in that track so i released it for free it got downloaded a lot of times got a lot of got a lot of support then two years later i got an email from the label asking me if they could release it as an official remix because they were going to put this rem put out this remix ep and they think my remix was a perfect fit for it so i notified them and said like yeah sure but it's already downloaded a lot of times uh, but they didn't matter. They still put it out and it actually ended up in the beatboard charts two years after I released my bootleg. So that's also a way of how things can go. And um, well, regarding your question, like how do you market a bootleg? I think you market it the same way as you do an original track. You just create a plan out of it. You create a social media plan with it um, and make sure it gets into the market in a creative and uh, outstanding way. So, um, am I missing any questions? Uh, no, I think these were the ones in the artist coaching community. Um, if you're a producer or DJ out there and you still aren't a member of this group, we have reached 800 people in the group right now, which are all DJs and producers or people from the music industry. Uh, so if you want to work in a network or just learn something uh, and yeah, be active in the industry make sure to to become a member request access and I, I will add you it's called the artist coaching community group and as far as to give you guys an update um this week every day at 5 cet so central eastern european time um a new episode of my online masterclass will drop on youtube and on facebook so it's a masterclass about my thoughts on music production uh we have a deep dive into the project of life is calling uh we have a deep dive into my production process so that's the thing i've been talking about in the beginning of this podcast like all the th all the patterns that i've created for myself which worked and which didn't uh, and a lot of insights in my mind about how I think about music production and uh, could be valuable to you. Uh, it, it's on, like I said, the first two episodes are online right now. The third will drop today and until it's going on until Sunday. So if you're interested, have a look on those channels, YouTube and Facebook slash Artist Coaching. And uh, a new episode will drop every day for a week long. So curious to hear your opinion on it, if you like it or if you don't. Uh, let me know and on the other hand uh, I'm working on setting up a six month training a mastermind training um, so maybe that's interesting to you it's going to be in, in a group session so not personal coaching but just group sessions 
and it's going to be training. So we're going to take on several subjects that I think are the fundamentals of an artist's career and we're going to tune it in the best way possible for you. So it's a six-month training course uh, and it's called the Mastermind Training, but I've been working on it right now. It's probably going to launch within the beginning of next year. So that's it for now. Um, Thanks, guys, so much for listening to the podcast. Um, I really like to do this and, uh, yeah, I, I try to upload as much episodes episodes as possible uh so yeah if you guys have an opinion or have feedback on this just let me know you can always reach out to me on my social media channels uh, slash joey suki at joey suki or at artist coaching and have a great week guys i'll see you in the next episode bye